Blog Talk Radio. Most people say they hate wearing shoes and would go barefoot if they knew they were allowed. People say it all the time on their social medias. But they are worried that someone will say something to them. So everyone wears the cheapest flip-flops with the least amount of fabric on them. Most people do not even know that it's completely 100% legal to go barefoot into a store. Most people think that driving barefoot is illegal, but it isn't. Driving barefoot actually is safer than wearing most shoes. Going outside barefoot for a walk is one of the healthiest things you could do, but most people are afraid someone will say something. Or they quote the myths and the rumors that their grandma told them years ago. The fact is, there are no laws against driving a car, going to a store, or eating in a restaurant barefoot. So don't give in to bad fashion, hurt heels, or a broken flip-flop. For more information, please check out barefootislegal.org or find us on your favorite social media. Hello, everyone. I want to introduce you to our friends at Marty.com. At Marty, you can stock up on all your pantry items and other household items for way, way cheaper than traditional grocery stores. I like that most of the items are organic. Also, I really dig their one-cent deal of the day. It changes every single day. I recently snagged a 10-ounce bag of dog treats for Chewbacca for a penny. Normally, they sell on their site for $7.99. With the upcoming fruit shortages, this is my favorite place to stock up on canned goods. If you live in the mountain or Pacific time zones, you need to get with Marty.com. M-A-R-T-I-E.com. Look for our link on our FreedomizerRadio.com website and get a $10 free just because I told you to go there. Marty.com. Great deals, good feels. Earthing, also known as grounding, is the act of touching our body's skin directly to the earth, just like our ancestors did as they slept, sat, and walked on the ground nearly every day of their lives. This simple connection allows Earth's natural negative electrons to enter the human body, pacifying dangerous free radicals which, if left unchecked, can cause severe damage to cells that can lead to many chronic diseases. Ground Therapy's patented process and suite of products were designed for you to experience all the benefits of grounding in your busy and modern lifestyle. And you'll experience the benefits of grounding within the safety and comfort of your home or office throughout the entire day, just as if you were touching the earth itself. The information is provided for general informational purposes only. The contents are not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Ground Therapy Incorporated makes no representations about the efficiency, appropriateness, or suitability of any specific tests, procedures, treatments, services, opinions, healthcare providers, or other information that may be contained in or available through the information provided. Food waste is one of the most easily solvable problems, literally the low-hanging fruit of environmentalism. Pardon the pun, it's my job. About 20% of all produce never makes it off the farm. It's because they just look a little funny, a little weird, but when you cut into it, it's perfectly good food. It's just a total shame. It's totally good stuff. 
we buy ugly produce directly from farms that often would go to waste because supermarkets won't buy it because of how it looks, and we deliver it to people's doors. This isn't that ugly at all. Like, that's the most common first box, like, complaint we get. We change that. We educate people. We show them how amazing these fruits and vegetables are. To have food delivered to your house. Box of produce every week. And it's more affordable. At a very reasonable price. Cheaper than the grocery store. I spend a lot less time in grocery stores. It's an adventure every time that you open your box. High quality produce. There's nothing wrong with the produce. And they taste exactly the same. It's not better. Save those fruits and vegetables that get wasted every year. And it's delivered to your door, like, but what, why wouldn't you do? Why wouldn't you do? Please go to our website, freedomizerradio.live, and sign up for Imperfect Foods today. Use our promo code and get money off your first order. Go ahead and get some organic and all-natural meats, dairy, snacks, breads, and non-GMO produce. Of all the grounding studies... The one that really got our attention is called Electric Grounding Improves Bagel Tone in Preterm Infants. In the study, 26 premature babies in an NICU were connected to grounding wires. The heart rates of the grounded infants stabilized. And their vagal tone, a critical measure of infant health, increased by 67% with grounding. The information is provided for general informational purposes only. The contents are not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Ground Therapy Incorporated makes no representations about the efficiency, appropriateness, or suitability of any specific tests, procedures, treatments, services, opinions, healthcare providers, or other information that may be contained in or available through the information provided. Hello, folks. We are here with Barefoot is Legal Radio. Barefoot is Legal is a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to the rights and legalities of living the barefoot lifestyle. Um, here at Barefoot is Legal Radio, you know, we talk about the general barefoot lifestyle, and so that can get into, you know, different aspects and topics around the barefooting lifestyle. Um, but, you know, we're here for support, encouragement, um, to advocate for barefooting, um, to advocate for barefooting to be seen as a legitimate um, thing that is crucial to helping human health in general, um, but it is especially, and from my own experiences, hello, speaking, and um, Audrey's experiences, um, who also hosts the show with us, um, or hosts the show here, um, you know, she and I can both testify, um, even for ourselves, as well as so many other people, that barefooting is a vital accommodation for um, ADHD, autism, anxiety, um, panic attacks, um, fibromyalgia. Of all the grounding studies, the one that... Sorry, guys. I accidentally um, touched my computer mouse and um, hit an ad. Sorry about that. Um, but, you know, um, Audrey has, you know, some disc issues that it really helps with, Um and so there, and there's so many other aspects outside of our health and um, issues that it still accommodates for. There are, you know, um, sorry, my brain's a little blue today. I'm not even gonna lie. Um, so I'm sorry if I'm like stuttering or speaking weird. Um, 
but there's just so many different um, aspects that of life that barefooting can help with. You know, this is mental health, physical health, emotional health. And although emotional and um, mental health often, you know, are overlapped and, you know, thrown in together, you know, there are from my own experiences, uh, you know, I and other people, you know, our emotional and mental health can be separate things. And, but they are things that are often, you know, interconnected. But so is our mental health and our physical health. So is our emotional health and our physical health. And I remember even learning in seventh grade, you know, um, the health class about how all the facets of our health are connected. You know, if one aspect of health um, is deficit, this is going to affect the other aspects of health and those other facets of health. So, um, you know, having a a strong mind, body, and, you know, emotional space um, within us is really important. It's crucial for quality of life. And barefooting is something that genuinely has helped with my quality of life. It's something that has helped with Audrey's quality of life. Um, Unfortunately, she is not here um, at the moment, and I'm not sure if she will be hosting the show um, with us today um, due to some medical issues, um, nothing, you know, super major, um, as well as, um, you know, parenting stuff, being a mom, you know, other obligations. So um, I will be solo hosting today um, and Phoenix. um, But, you know, there are so many aspects of mine and Audrey's, you know, quality of life that, you know, we can testify on, you know, as hosts here um, on the radio show that, you know, barefooting does really help with um, our quality of life, mentally, physically, emotionally, and even spiritually. Um, And there's so many different aspects of grounding and barefooting that are so intertwined. Um, And and, in the ways in which, um, you know, they support each other because there are so many more ways to ground than just barefooting. Um, And barefooting is a key way in which we can ground, but barefooting is more also, too, than just grounding. Um, yes, it's really good with, you know, grounding that excessive um, electrical energy um, in the body. And everything is made up of electromagnetic radiation, um, everything really. Um, and so uh, light, the light, visible light spectrum, that is the part of the um, electromagnetic radiation spectrum that we can see. And that's how we see colors. But it's all electrical magnetic radiation energy right so um it's and it's important to understand that you know the earth has its own electromagnetic um field and energy and you know the earth at its core is magnetic um and the sun is electrical but even the sun has electromagnetic fields and stuff and there's a relationship between electromagnetic fields between the sun and earth and all the planets really um and it's although it's something that sounds crazy and it's something that a lot of people may not think about, electromagnetic radiation is all around us, and it's actually very vital to the structural integrity of our existence in a lot of ways. Like, um, <laughs> more than a lot of ways, but um, it's like I, 
I'm this can be kind of a special interest that can be hard for me to know how to explain it well to other people without making it too complicated or um, undersimplifying it to a fault. So I hope that this is making sense because, um, and that's just, you know, love being ADHD autistic and not always knowing how to explain things, but um, this is a real thing within barefooting. This is not some revolutionary idea that just popped into my head as somebody who, you know, has, you know, studied the, these things, you know, as a special interest. This is something that is a vital part of the grounding research involved in barefooting and grounding research in general, um, is gr literally grounding that excessive electrical energy in the body and to the earth, and also syncing our um, electromagnetic field, um, again, with electromagnetic radiation involved in this electromagnetic field to the earth's electromagnetic field. And, um, you know, everything is interconnected, you know, within our existence. And I think barefooting is something that opened up the doorway for that um, on so many different levels. And also recognizing how the different facets of myself are connected, mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, um, and how it's really important to have unity among these aspects of ourselves, right? Um, so when you look into a lot of barefoot grounding research, and there is um, information um, on our Linktree link, um, which if you go to um, l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash barefoot is legal, and barefoot is spelled B-A-R-E-T-O. Oh, I misspelled that. Oh, my God. You know what? I'm going to trust that you guys can spell it. I'm going to be honest. With my apraxia speech today, I think I already messed up, and I just caught it. So, anyway, the link tree, the, the important part is um, that there is, if you spell link tree, there is a period in between the R and the first E, and then slash barefoot is legal. I am so sorry. I wish I could give it up better. Um, I believe that we do have it, though, on the um, Freedomizer radio page um, at um, Blog Talk Radio. Um, so you should be able to, yeah, the link tree is there, so you can, you know, copy and paste it or click on it if it'll work as a link. Um, but anyways, there is some different information on grounding research and stuff um, that gets into the electro electromagnetic um, energy, not necessarily too in-depth, but more focusing on that aspect of like human health and, and the body um, with electrical magnetic, um, ele sorry, electromagnetic energy in the body. Um, but I personally would sometimes love to put together more information on the electro, you know, um, about the electromagnetic radiation spectrum and how that also kind of goes into barefoot and kind of just dig a little deeper. But I will be honest, where I'm at in burnout, I'm currently not in the place to do that. But that is something in the future, hopefully. Um, but there is, you know, some stuff here on the link tree as um, that you can um, look into um, and just look into some of the health benefits, but also look into some of those more um, like studies like. My um, favorite one is the is earthing health implications of reconnecting the human body to the Earth's surface electrons. 
So that gets a lot more into the electromagnetic energy um, in terms of human health, though, and how that affects, like, inflammation and, um, you know, like, talking about free radicals in the body, um, like, free radical um, electrons, I believe, molecules. Um, and so there's, um, it gets into sleep, pain, stress, um, and cortisol study, um, talking about how um, earthing reduces electrical, electric fields um, introduced on the body, or induced on the body, sorry. And so just a lot of other great stuff that unfortunately with my apraxia speech I am butchering today. Um, so I definitely recommend checking it out. But the title is, and I'm sure I can say this better because of how much I personally favor this one, um, earthing health implications of reconnecting the human body to the Earth's surface electrons. And this was um, published by the National Library of Medicine, National Center for Biotechnology Information. And so this is an official um, U.S. government site. So, I mean, hey, even if you're somebody that, like, thinks that we're crazy, I mean, even the government's agreeing that there are health benefits to um, earthing and grounding. So, I mean, that should tell you something. And let's be honest, we don't know everything. And we're not, I mean, and maybe, you know, maybe there's good reason to that. I don't know. You know, we're not going to get into any of that. But the thing is, is, you know, even a National Library, even the National Library of Medicine, National Center of, or Center for Biotechnology Information, which is technically an official website of the U.S. government, which it says at the top on here for me anyways, at least if it shows up on my computer, I assume that it would do that for other people in the web browser um, too. You know, that shows that even that, that, you know, even the government is like, hey, there are benefits to everything and grounding on human health. So, um, and barefooting is a way of directly being able to earth and ground. Um, and be able to get those benefits, but it's not even just about earthing and grounding either. Um, but also to explain real quick before I move on, you know, our our brains are electrical, you know, and our hearts are electrical. And um, they are like the two biggest centers of electrical um, energy in the body, you know, and um, because of how vital they are for life. Um, and, you know, I, I, you know, the brain is like the control center and the heart um, is like the, the engine that keeps it running, you know. Well, I hope that makes sense. So it's like, you know, there's some, um, and we have to think too in our ner- nerves and neurons and our, you know, firing and sending signals, that's electrical energy. Um, and that's why like TENS units help is because they're sending electrical energy within the nerves to kind of interfere with any problematic signals um, from the nerves already existing. Like I had to use um, a TENS unit um, at different points for my um, fibromyalgia, which is sending high just haywire um, signals, uh, you know, through my nervous system and like through my nerves, you know, there's just these high haywire electrical signals just, you know, um, causing just havoc, you know. And 
So barefooting is actually something that really does help. I think too, in terms of mental health um, and neurodivergency, especially, you know, when you have a lot more activity going on up there as most, you know, neurodivergent people, there tends to be a lot more, um, you know, activity going on, which is causing, you know, a lot of these different signals and experiences that are not experienced by neurotypicals. Um, you know, when you have all this extra electrical energy going in the brain, you know, there can be more, you know, electrical energy in the body. And I know that sounds crazy, but there are, um, and I wish I could explain it better, but, you know, I, it, it's interesting because it makes me kind of think back to college when I, um, you know, was, you know, studying, uh, like when I was like working on my um, associate degree, like when I was um, in for psychology, sorry, you know, um, and we were talking about the electrical, you know, energy in the brain and the different brain um, studies and different ways of studying and monitoring the brain and the electrical activity. And even too, you know, looking into, you know, as someone who is late diagnosed autistic and even ADHD too, um, even though the ADHD came first and then after I found out the autism, I was like, oh, am I ADHD? Yes, I'm both. Okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I have to cough. I'm going to mute it so I don't cough in y'all's ears. So I always got sinus stuff going on, and I never want to do that to y'all. Um, you know, I never know how loud it's going to pick up or if anybody's wearing, like, headphones or something or earbuds, you know, I don't want to hurt your ears. Um, but, sorry, my cough took a lot. Um, trying to think where I was going with this. Um, oh, no, but, like, you know, with even with myself as someone who's, like, diagnosed ADHD autistic, understanding, you know, all the extra electrical activity literally happening in my brain on top of just the just – general, you know, extra activity happening. But again, how is that activity happening? Electrical, the signals, neurons, you know, and having to understand my experience, um, you know, I started to, you know, have to understand more of how that, like, understand this electrical aspect of mental health and physical health. And as crazy as it sounds, barefooting, earthing, grounding is something that really helps. And if I can't barefoot for whatever reason, um, say, like, you know, right now there's being snow on the ground before the radio show is, like, I really need to, you know, connect with nature, get some aspect of grounding. So, you know, I went out there, um, you know, what, um, did have my, you know, snow boots on with all the snow and just leaned against the tree. And, you know, I could just already feel that just benefit. And even, too, a lot of the times, one thing I like about leaning against trees is, um, and well, one, it provides me a sense of support um, with, you know, my disability issues, right? But it also gives me a sense of um, just better grounding, I feel like, sometimes with really directly touching my head um, to the tree and my back. And you think about, like, you know, my back, you know, your spine, that's where, like, the center of your, you know, nervous system spreading out through your body is, you know, along your spine. And, and I haven't had to learn about this before I studied psychology myself, understanding this is my fibro, meeting with a pain psychologist um, that I had to meet with, you know, for understanding my own health issues when I was in the pain management program at 17. So, I mean, a lot of different aspects of my health, my special interests and things like that, honestly, have really come together 
through barefooting, as crazy as it sounds. And barefooting is something that I've been able to kind of start to understand my own experiences in my body with my health better. And is it a magical cure-all? No, it's, it's not. But it is a it is a coping mechanism that is healthy and that works. And I'll be honest, as somebody that, you know, struggled with unhealthy coping mechanisms as a teenager and even in my earlier adulthood, um, barefooting is probably one of the healthiest coping mechanisms I've ever had, you know, Um, and it's something that helps me on a sensory level, helps with, you know, my uh, physical body, my mental health, that excessive electrical energy. Really, I could go on all day about it. And there are so many other people that have these same benefits. And um, so there's so many different aspects of mental health, physical health, emotional health, and our general well-being that are so tied into barefooting, you know, and being able to, it's, you know, having more flow of your muscles, um, and that is really important for range of mobility, for properly working out those muscles, strengthening those muscles, not damaging or hurting those muscles. Um, you know, shoes can become a crutch, you know, um, for people's feet, is that even, you know, your healthiest people, especially if you think about it, your healthiest um, people that have the healthiest feet, you know, or would if um, you say because they don't have, you know, chronic health issues or things like that is what I'm trying to say. Um, like, you know, if you are wearing, like, shoes too much, um, you know, it can become a crutch where you're not fully engaging those muscles. You're not fully strengthening those muscles. And that actually um, can weaken and um, I'm trying to find the right word. Um, I hope you all know what I'm trying to say, but that, um, oh gosh, it kind of, um, you're kind of letting your feet down. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, it's the best way my autistic brain could put it right now, but um, because you're not properly engaging the muscles and properly strengthening them, so you're actually weakening them and creating a, a crutch. Um, and um, this can cause a decrease is what I'm trying to say for lack of better words. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, and it's, um, it's just really important to, you know what I'm going to do right now? I just realized my feet aren't touching the ground. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe my feet just need to touch the ground. Just need to calm down. <laughs> Maybe that'll help my brain um, get together. Um, but it's really important, you know, barefooting. Like, it's a very important part of my life. It's a very important part of so many other people's lives. And this isn't just something that, you know, we're doing to be rebellious, to cause a problem, to, you know, get attention, to just cause issues, you know, this is something we're doing for our well-being. Um, and, you know, and there are different times where, you know, I do have to um, wear shoes for my well-being, but even then, even when I have to wear them for whatever reason, for safety or for my well-being, even then it can still create problems for me. And, and it can be really hard at times having to, um, you know, choose which which one's worse? Which issue today is worse? You know, which issue with my safety is worse, you know? 
And and I'm sure many other people can also relate to that experience. But even if you have to choose to wear shoes for sensory reasons or um, health reasons, um, safety reasons, whatever, you know, any kind of chronic health issue type stuff or safety stuff, at times, even though you'd prefer to be barefoot or even though you still really like having those certain times where you're barefoot, that doesn't mean that you know, barefooting is any less crucial in your life, your experience is just different. Everyone's barefooting journey experience is different. And I'm not going to say that barefooting is for everyone, but in a way it kind of is. If you think about it, nobody has their shoes on 24-7. I mean, maybe some people in the, like, you know, particular cases, I don't know, but, like, that, but, like, I don't know, Um, maybe. But, on average, most people take their shoes off at some point. And, you know, and so we can all benefit, you know, from barefooting. We're all barefooted at one point. And, you know, bare, being barefoot can cause sensory issues for a lot of people. There are times where um, even sometimes for myself, barefooting in certain situations, especially with, like, cold temperature sensitivities that then flare up my fibro, Um to react, um, I, you know, I can't um, be barefoot. Or there are times where I even have my own experiences. And believe me, I hate it because especially with my physical body and other ways, it would prefer to be barefoot. But when I'm having those cold sensitivity issues and my body's going to start locking up, I have to pick and choose. And it can be really hard. And I, I'm sure there are other people that can relate to that. And it is it is hard and it is frustrating. Um, but, you know, it doesn't make barefooting any less crucial in your life. It doesn't make you any less of a barefooter. Um, and I'll be honest, sometimes that's something I struggle with because I, you know, I am so such an advocate about barefooting, you know. I think barefooting is so crucial and so important, and it's something that I absolutely need. And so, yeah, there can be those moments when we have to put on shoes where we can feel like, oh, my gosh, like, am I really a barefooter? And, yes, you are. Yes. You are. If barefooting is something that's crucial in your life and it's something you have to do for your well-being, you still, you can identify with that however you choose. But also for those who are, you know, making new strides and are pushing through, you know, new uh, personal records and old limitations with their barefooting, hey, so proud of you. We are so proud of you. Keep pushing. Um, but do it safely, of course, and listen to your body. And as long as you're listening to your body, you know, that's all that matters. And I understand that it is also ableist to assume that everybody can just listen to their body because not everybody, you know, has those same equal abilities. I even struggle with it with interoception, which is, you know, issues being able to um, properly receive, um, assess, and kind of like examine and understand and identify those body signals um, that are going on in the body. Um, so I could be experiencing something where I'm, even if I'm still getting it, which at times I just, I'm like, I don't know what it is. I don't know where it's coming from. You know, I'm just experiencing something. Well, other times I don't feel anything at all until it's way too late. And there's a spectrum of this for, um, you know, autistic people that experience this, but there's other people um, due to other um, nerve and sensory and um, other issues with, um, like, perceiving signals in the body or even, um, like, perceiving touch and things like that that can have a harder time being able to listen to their body. And so that is, you know, a hard thing. And so, you know, trying to be more mindful of just being prepared, you know, 
and in, in colder climates or really, really hot climates to bring, um, you know, something to protect your feet with, whatever that may be, what um, works for you, um, just in case. But honestly, just the best thing I advice I can really give with that for my own experience is uh, just look at your feet, um, which sounds really dumb, but sometimes I'll forget to do that, and then I'll, and, and, you know, I'll push it, I'll push it, and sometimes it won't be until I come inside like I had I'm an issue with this, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, or actually, or maybe it wasn't that long ago, I don't know, where I was sitting outside and I just, and, you know, I on my porch and my feet were touching the concrete and it was like technically below freezing, I think, and I don't know what the feels like was, but my internal body temperature also too was really hot, so I went out there to cool down, but then with the interoception, I just also too, I didn't realize how cold my feet were getting until I came inside and I was like, oh my gosh. Um, but at one point I just looked down and I was like, oh my gosh, my feet are way redder and way a little more discolored than I thought they would have been. And I was like, I think I've been out here also too way longer than I thought because, you know, time blindness issues. And so as dumb as it sounds, like just check in with your feet. If even if you have to like set those reminders or timers or alarms, especially when you're out in the cold or out in really hot weather to just check your feet. Um, that can be something that's very helpful. Um, also, um, just being aware of the temperature and the feels like, you know, if you can check in on that, you know, on your phone, even setting reminders to do that, or I'm um, just trying to remind, you know, just, put that in your head in some kind of way where, you know, you can do that to help kind of have those other forms of check-in points with yourself and your body by, you know, directly looking at your feet, looking at what is their reaction to this that you can see visibly and observe. And then also um, being able to check in with what, well, what's weather like? So you can kind of um, look at that more rationally, like, um, and, or not that rationally, like logically, look at it like from a logical standpoint of like, okay, like, is it, um, too cold, is it too hot? You know, if you are somebody that is struggling with um, feeling and perceiving those signals to your body, because there are times where I've overdone it uh, because I, you know, of, you know, having, um, you know, issues with interoception, but at the same time, barefooting is a huge accommodation for uh, my autism and my ADHD. So, as well as so many different aspects of my physical health. So, you know, being able to have those check-in points is something that actually really does help and then just being prepared. And I um, but if anybody has any other advice or tips or tricks for anybody that is having that genuinely has trouble, you know, being able to listen to their body um, because of, um, you know, health reasons um, or and like neurodivergency, which is, I mean, also health too. Um, and if you have any tips or tricks, you know, I definitely would love to hear those. And I'm sure other people struggling with the same thing would as well. Um, but I really do hope that helps. Um, I am going to run a quick ad break since it is two and we are supposed to be running ad breaks um, regularly. Sometimes we get so caught up in talking that we don't. Um, and I apologize. Um, but this was Barefoot is Legal. This is Barefoot is Legal Radio. Barefoot is Legal is a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to the rights and legalities of living the barefoot lifestyle. Um, here at Barefoot is Legal Radio, we talk about you know general aspects, um, health benefits, support, encouragement, information, tips and tricks about the barefooting lifestyle, and whatnot else about barefooting and in different topics that um, overlap and you know interact with our barefooting lifestyle. Um, so I am a little bit rambly, maybe, but um, yep, this is Barefoot is Legal Radio, and we will be back after the quick ad break.
Food waste is one of the most easily solvable problems, literally the low-hanging fruit of environmentalism. Pardon the pun, it's my job. About 20% of all produce never makes it off the farm. It's because they just look a little funny, a little weird, but when you cut into it, it's perfectly good food. It's just a total shame. It's totally good stuff. We buy ugly produce directly from farms that often would go to waste because supermarkets won't buy it because of how it looks, and we deliver it to people's doors. This isn't that ugly at all. Like, that's the most common first box, like, complaint we get. We change that. We educate people. We show them how amazing these fruits and vegetables are. Have food delivered to your house. Box of produce every week. And it's more affordable. At a very reasonable price. Cheaper than the grocery store. I spend a lot less time in grocery stores. It's an adventure every time that you open your box. High-quality produce. There's nothing wrong with the produce. And they taste exactly the same. It's not better. Save those fruits and vegetables that get wasted every year. And it's delivered to your door, like, but what you why wouldn't you do? Why wouldn't you do? Please go to our website, freedomizerradio.live, and sign up for Imperfect Foods today. Use our promo code and get money off your first order. Go ahead and get some organic and all-natural meats, dairy, snacks, breads, and non-GMO produce. I've heard stories from teachers in classes where their students are grounded that they have half the level of referrals for discipline. Some students who were in tears because they were experiencing success when before they were experiencing failure with their behavior and discipline. I've heard stories from teachers with autistic children who have been grounded where they have less of what they call the meltdowns. And the meltdowns are less frequent and shorter and they come back into the classroom and they're learning more than they had learned prior to the grounding. It's amazing what happens, not just with the teacher at the front of the class, but what can happen with the student sitting in the class. And just think if every single student and every single teacher and every single classroom and every single school across this whole world was grounded. The information is provided for general informational purposes only. The contents are not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Ground Therapy Incorporated makes no representations about the efficiency, appropriateness, or suitability of any specific tests, procedures, treatments, services, opinions, healthcare providers, or other information that may be contained in or available through the information provided. Hello, everyone. I want to introduce you to our friends at Marty.com. At Marty, you can stock up on all your pantry items and other household items for way, way cheaper than traditional grocery stores. I like that most of the items are organic. Also, I really dig their one-cent deal of the day. It changes every single day. I recently snagged a 10-ounce bag of dog treats for Chewbacca for a penny. Normally, they sell on their site for $7.99. With the upcoming food shortages, this is my favorite place to stock up on canned goods. If you live in the mountain or Pacific time zones, you need to get with Marty.com. M-A-R-T-I-E.com. Look for our link on our FreedomizerRadio.com website and get a $10 free just because I told you to go there. Marty.com. Great deals, good feels. Hello, 
folks. We are back with Barefoot is Legal Radio. Barefoot is Legal Radio is a our oh, Barefoot is Legal is a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to the rights and legalities of living the barefoot lifestyle. Here at Barefoot is Legal, uh, we talk about the general uh, benefits of barefooting and different aspects of the barefoot lifestyle, as well as encouragement and support. Um, so earlier in the show, you know, kind of talking more about the um, electromagnetic aspects of barefooting and, you know, how barefooting and directly, um, you know, in, or in barefooting as a way of directly grounding um, and how that, you know, helps with the electro um, release, the electromagnetic energy, that excessive energy from our body, you know, into the earth while also um, creating a sense of harmony between our own um, electromagnetic energy and the earth. Um, which is beneficial to human health, um, as well as, you know, just um, some other things. Sorry, my brain has been dead today, and um, honestly, this show is not scripted. You know, we come in with, you know, some thoughts and ideas on what we're going to talk about, but honestly, with my, me and Audrey with our ADHD and uh, with my autism, it's um, a lot of time easier for us to kind of flow our brains, um, but... Um, I do want to share something uh, more on the grounding aspect of barefooting. Um, This is from an article, um, and it's actually linked on the link tree, which is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash barefoot is legal. Um, And so... You can um, find a bunch of different links um, there um, on some barefooting grounding information and to our other social medias. Um, Unfortunately, I just realized the radio um, shows are updated, so I will um, link, so I will do that, um, though. But um, anyway, this article that you can find there, this is the... uh, let me double check that I've got the right one. Yep. 30 benefits of grounding, barefoot, walking, and earthing. And this is from Global Viewpoint. Um, and so it gets into, you know, explaining, you know, what is grounding. So I'm going to read this um, from this article. The term grounding means direct contact with the surface of the earth. This is achieved through walking barefoot on the earth, whether it be dirt, grass, or sand. And I'm going to chime in for a second. Grounding, you know, does also, you know, refer to other aspects of um, ground, of connecting with the earth that, you know, has evolved as well into. But in terms of barefooting, you know, grounding, it, um, or wait, yeah, I'm sorry. I Maybe I just word vomit that out. And maybe that did make more sense. I'm just going to read. I am so sorry, guys. My brain, tisming is tisming today. The ADHD is ADHDing. I am doing the best. I hope that this is still uh, consumable. Anyway, moving on. Um, when walking barefoot, our body absorbs free ions from the Earth's surface, which acts as antioxidants. These antioxidants enhance our health and lead to positive feelings in the body. Unfortunately, most people today spend the majority of their lives wearing shoes, thus failing to 
exploit the benefits of grounding. Grounding offers many health benefits, including improved sleep, reduced inflammation, improved tissue and cell repair, enhanced blood flow, increased heart rate variability, and improved electrical activity in the brain. In addition, walking barefoot on the ground releases endorphins. This can improve our mood and counteract mental illnesses such as depression and anxiety. Walking barefoot also reconnects us with nature, which boosts boosts our mental and physical states in other ways. As such, Earth's natural healing energy should never be overlooked. And so that is um, to quote um, this article from Global Viewpoint, um, the 30 benefits of grounding, barefoot walking, and earthing. Um, I'm sorry if me timing in just made it sound more confusing. Sometimes... I love my brain. Maybe I just made that more confusing. Anyway, but any, this is a great article, and there's, um, you know, more information, um, and, you know, like, it's some, barefooting is definitely something that's so important, so it's always so great to find, um, you know, articles that really get into the nitty-gritty of it um, in different ways. And so, you know, this gives some tips on practice tips, suggestions on, um, like, integrating grounding into your daily routine. Um, And so, again, like, it, you know, says, you know, set a reminder on your phone to take a few minutes out of your day for a barefoot walk, you know, if it's something that you want to start doing, um, but, you know, you haven't. And obviously with, um, at least here, you know, it's winter and with it being, you know, winter here, it can be a lot harder for people to just up and do that. Um, and start doing that, but um, even just finding places like stores where, um, or like malls where it is legal for you to go barefoot, there are no laws or health codes against barefooting um, in public spaces in the United States, so being able to find those places where you can um, be inside even and get your barefoot walking in for a couple minutes, um, you know, that could be something um and so, like, I mean, malls are good places for that. Um, whenever I've barefoot at the mall, I personally haven't had anyone say anything to me, even if people have looked and been like, what, you know? <laughs> but, um, and just any kind of place where you could, you know, walk around indoors or even in um, your own home if you can find a place where, you know, you can um, maybe even pace back and forth where you can get some walking and get some steps in, but be barefoot doing it if it's too much for you outside in the snow, especially if you're someone who's just getting back into it. But even if you're somebody that wants to kind of, you know, push your limitations with barefooting, uh, maybe set a reminder to try it. And, and then, you know, just set timers or like, um, like a, um, or even like a stopwatch thing on your phone or a stopwatch in general and see, you know, how long you can go outside and stand out barefoot or walk out barefoot in colder weather if you're somebody that really wants to, you know, make a new personal best and, um, you know, just break old personal limitations. Um, but, yeah, there's um, – and, and there's also other aspects um, – you know, of grounding in general. Um, there's um, different, you know, grounding products. There's some that it brings up here in the article um, that you can look into. Um, like, to, like there's, you know, 
grounding mats and um, are a thing, um, grounding shoes. Um, but, you know, this also, like the article gets into, I'm just going to, I'm not going to get, you know, too much into reading it, but, you know, it improves blood pressure um, and, you know, chronic stress. Like it says here, chronic stress is a major catalyst for health issues like hypertension, also called high blood pressure. And so I'm just going to actually read this because from my own experiences of health, I've, you know, had to um, learn this, but with where my brain's at, it's probably easier to read this. Again, this is the article from Global Viewpoint. Um, During stressful situations, our bodies tend to produce an increased level of hormones, including adrenaline and cortisol. An excess of these hormones causes the blood vessels to constrict and the heart rate to increase. In the long term, this can lead to hypertension. So, um, you know, Barefooting can be an aspect of prevention um, in hypertension. Um, Barefooting is also really crucial for stress management. There's so many different aspects of that with the nervous system um, and human health in which uh, barefooting really is crucial for stress management. Um, But even, too, like this article points out, hypertension has serious health and I'm, I'm just me reading it directly, by the way. Hypertension has serious health risks, which includes, or include, which include heart, heart attacks, kidney disease, and stroke among patients. According to the U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention, 116 million American adults are affected by hypertension. Though it's a very common condition, hypertension can be addressed and even eliminated using natural healing methods like grounding. Now, this is saying that it's like a magical, like, cure, like, oh, you're magically cured. No, this is something that, you know, you do have to engage with and um, uh, regularly. I mean, it is also it is also a process of getting into barefooting um, in different aspects. Um, I actually uh, know somebody, you know, we were talking about, um, you know, barefooting and stuff and, um and this is someone who doesn't usually, doesn't always like fully barefoot, but they wear, you know, barefoot sandals and stuff like that. And they were talking about how they had a, you know, a friend who um, suddenly started either barefooting, like working out barefooting, or I think it was just even just, I, um, but not even working out. I think that they were either wearing the barefoot sandals and walking and like going on walks, which I mean, I guess is part of a workout, but even just walking as a form of their working out, as I'm trying to say, and, um, or they were actually barefooting, but, um, but they were talking about how they didn't expect their muscles to be so sore. Um, this person's friend, um, they didn't expect the, you know, this guy, he didn't expect his muscles to be so sore, you know, cause he'd always worked out and, you know, it was a big, uh, you know, I didn't, you know, was into fitness, but, you know, had never, um, you know, really walked barefoot and gotten into barefooting. And then, you know, the first time he got into barefoot walking, he over, he overdid it and he was not expecting, and it wasn't even like overdoing it in terms of like, you know, your feet, but, you know, um, and if you, he may have been wearing the barefoot sandals though, but I'm trying to remember the details correctly, but um, his issue was that he overworked his muscles. And um, and me and this um, 
other guy who was telling me about, you know, his friend who, you know, we were talking about barefooting and things like that. Um, and, um, you know, he was talking about how a lot of people, even he was talking about how a lot of people don't realize that you're not fully engaging your muscles um, when you're wearing shoes and that, like, when you're barefooting, like, it is a huge transition because you are, you know, starting to, you are, like, starting to fully engage those muscles in your range of, of mobility. So, like, yeah, like, you're getting a more intensive workout. You're also working out muscles that you've never worked out before. And so it is always interesting when you have um, those social interactions with other people um, who are, like, yeah, barefooting is definitely important, but yeah, like you are engaging with muscles more. And that is an aspect where, you know, you do kind of have to be careful with getting into it because you are engaging your muscles in a way you never have before. Um, um, if you're somebody that's, you know, always worn shoes, I mean, yeah, you might be, even if you walk around barefoot in your house, if you're not going outside barefoot or going to different environments and, you know, engaging your body across all these different aspects of life if you haven't been doing that barefoot even if you're barefooting your home you're still not engaging those muscles in the same way if that makes any sense and you know so it is a, it is a journey um and also too you know you you do have to ease into it you know allow your feet to toughen up and build that resistance but our feet are very adaptable i mean even i mean and even um foot binding um which you know commonly um like seen in um, Asian cultures, um, you know, um, and I, like right now my brain is not loading as much on foot binding in general for context, but in general, um, and believe me, the images, content warning, look at your own um, discretion, um, use your own judgment for yourself, but um, foot binding, um, you know, is actually – still proof of how adaptable people's feet really are, um, but it's more of a maladaptive sense because, it, you know, of the different, um, you know, bad aspects of, um, like, my health. I'm sorry, that I'm going to be honest, and this is, I have no, um, I don't, I, mean, I never mean to, you know, disrespect anyone's culture or anything, but I'm going to be honest, even time out, but my thing gives me the, um, that just like autism chills because it's something that personally um, freaks me out, <laughs> really. So that's why I'm like, hey, look at the images at your own discretion, your own, um, make your, your own assessment, your own judgment for yourself. Um, but it is actually does show, you know, how adaptive human feet are in a very different way. And so, I mean, our feet are very adaptive and we can adapt to our environment. Um, but also there can be different aspects of health that, you know, keep different people from being able to adapt at the same rate. <coughs> Sorry, I got a call. we also have different environments in which we are adapting to. Um, so, you know, it can be a very um, complicated thing, you know, honestly. And I feel like, you know, there's so many aspects of one individual's journey 
can take into consideration that, you know, even just listening to your body and like the different, you know, limitations of your own body. And, but we also, again, are all adapting to different environments, different situations. We also have different social obligations. Um, and so that can actually keep a person, you know, like work, if you have a work policy and sometimes those social obligations in which you have to wear barefooting, it's not about the social context, but it's about the actual safety of that physical environment in which that social obligation and social context is existing within. And um, so even work is an aspect of that. Um, but there may be certain places, um, even for fun, that you may be going to. Like, um, you know, if you're going to be paintball, like, gun, you know what I mean? Like, when people, like, shoot paintballs at each other, is what I'm trying to say. Like, you know, I wouldn't want to be barefoot. There are people that do that as a hobby, you know, um, something fun to do. I wouldn't want to be doing that barefoot, personally. Um, you know, there are... Um, you know, then people that have, um, you know, some more of those, like, uh, thrill-seeking, adventuristic hobbies. I personally don't know how comfortable I would feel doing some of those things barefoot, but, you know, there could be a reason there, with um, health um, as well. And so there's different aspects, you know, at the same time, like, barefooting is so crucial for your body, and there are no laws or health codes against barefooting in public spaces, and that, and there, and that includes restaurants. You know, you're not breaking any health codes, you're not going to get the place shut down. I mean, yeah, people might say that, but if anything, that's their own fear and paranoia, or they're just trying to be rude and get you to leave. Um, but I think for a lot of people, it probably is a sense of fear and paranoia. There's a lot of fear mongering around um, barefooting that has been taught. You know, there's a lot of fear mongering that rose up in like the 1960s as, you know, a traditionalist movement against the Western counterculture movement. Um, and, you know, barefooting was one of those things caught up in that. And I am kind of going in, you know, into a rant, uh, not a rant, I don't know, maybe it is. Um, on other aspects of barefooting, um, and I just realized that, yes, um, I, you know, before I was talking about the different health aspects with hypertension and things like that. Um, but you know, that is a very important aspect, you know, stress levels and low, low, lowering blood pressure. Um, and I'm sorry if I'm jumping all over the place um, today in a way that is kind of chaotic. Um, but there are so many different aspects of the barefooting lifestyle and the barefooting journey. There are so many different aspects of our barefooting existence. And I think that anybody that, you know, is a barefooter, you know, we can understand that. Um, but for people who aren't barefooters, it can be a lot harder for them to understand that because they, you know, are, un, you know, they're uneducated to it, but they also don't understand from personal experience. There's so many different aspects of that personal experience that, you know, unless they engage with it with um, for themselves, you know, they're not going to understand. And that can be really hard when people don't understand and, you know, we're facing, you know, discrimination or just ignorance in general and that fear-mongering. But um, it's also important to understand that, you know, other people's growth and education, it's not your responsibility. And what I mean by that is, you know, don't break yourself down trying to change people's opinions. Like, yes, 
keep standing up for yourself. Keep advocating for barefooting. Keep standing up for your rights. Keep pushing, you know. That's what we want here at Barefoot is Legal is for people to keep pushing for their rights, stand up for their rights, fight back against any discrimination and ignorance. But at the same time, you can't take on this intensive amount of responsibility for each person you meet um, who may have a problem or ignorance is around your barefooting to the point that it is draining and taxing to yourself and your identity and how you feel about yourself. Um, it's about having that balance, you know, and I think too, it's like when we really, it's really important to focus on that identity aspect and, uh, you know, in I think spaces for yourself, um, but also with people who understand and finding that sense of community. Um, because I think for my own experiences, having that sense of identity and being able to validate my own self and experience and finding other people that can validate that own experience and be able to validate other people's experiences, it it does help being able to then address, um, you know, discrimination and ignorances. That's why community is so important. That's why Barefoot is Legal exists as a community as an organization, as a 501c3 nonprofit organization, but also as a community. And so if you are looking for that sense of community with barefooting, I definitely recommend checking out the Facebook group. It is a private group. You'll have to answer some questions. Just because admin team, you know, just doesn't want just just a bunch of random people coming in, um, we want to make sure that the, that the people who this group is for are the people who are, you know, in the group. We want it to be a safe, place um, just for barefooters to be barefoot and share their barefooting journey and have an online space, an online community for that. Um, there is a public uh, Facebook page um, also, Barefoot is Legal, um, and definitely recommend supporting that. Um, your support is always appreciated to the organization um, as, you know, we are really don't only <laughs> we are the only 501c3 nonprofit organization for barefooting and we're one of the only organizations in general you know for barefooting you know um so you know i yeah you know and with you know um sorry my brain today um so with that you know just I definitely recommend checking it out if you're looking for a sense of community and a sense of support um, with your barefooting and a sense of just really embracing that identity. Because I think embracing our identity and having a safe place, having community, you know, it is really important for being able to combat issues um, in which, you know, we get that backlash, discrimination, microaggressions, anything like that. And, um, you know, and I, and I even, sorry, um, there are just so many different aspects of barefooting that is just too crucial to human health, whether that be emotional, physical, or mental. And, and even spiritual, like, there are just too many benefits to it that, you know, I don't even understand why, you know, there's all this backlash personally, you know, but I think it's also important for us to understand that there are a lot of social contexts 
you know, for me, and I think a lot of other people who either barefoot, but especially for me, you know, and me and Audrey have talked about this, with the way our brains are wired, with her being ADHD, me being autistic and ADHD, like, I, you know, me and her, like, you know, we just personally are like, why? It doesn't make any sense. Like, why have a problem with this? Like, it's just bare feet. And I think a lot of other people, you know, ADHD, artistic or not, who are barefooters, you know, have definitely come to that place, you know, where they're just like, what's the point? I don't see what the problem is, you know? Um, But it's hard because there are a lot of social contacts. There's a lot of history even into that, Um, which why there's so much fear mongering around barefooting and so much um, just, taste and just discomfort and I think it's just hard because a lot of people really just understand it and you know unfortunately a lot of people just assume negative things you know like you're like you know a lot of people would assume oh you're homeless you're on drugs um you know there are people that will even assume that it's um something sexual when it's not and you know, we're not going to, I'm not going to shame, I'm personally not going to shame anybody because I don't believe in putting shame out there, but, you know, that's not what Barefoot is Legal, you know, is here for. We're not one of those groups, you know, we're people that are barefooting for so many different aspects of our um, mental, physical, emotional health um, and our, you know, community that, you know, this is a family-friendly community to really just discuss the health benefits, the benefits to one's well-being about, you know, barefooting and being able to, you know, barefoot freely in public. But unfortunately, there are people that make um, assumptions like that about it. Um, And even I've had people, unfortunately, at times make assumptions about that. And I think that's why it's so important, though, for us to keep advocating for barefooting is because a lot of people misunderstand it. They assume that it's something that's, you know, inappropriate or they assume that it's something that is like, oh, you're homeless, you're on drugs, you're this and that. And the thing is, I'm I'm still not going to personally, I'm not going to judge people. I don't know your situation. I don't know your life. I'm not going to judge you for any of that either. But a lot of people, unfortunately, because they have harmful social contacts about so many other things um, like homelessness, even though, um, you know, there's a lot more to that, there's so many more social factors to that, you know, um, Unfortunately, a lot of people who are homeless are people who are disabled and um, chronically ill or suffer even work injuries um, that are not compensated um, or compensated properly um, or just, you know, just general abuse of their body through um, labor requirements. I mean, as well as so many other different factors, social factors, and and I don't want to get too much into that, but I, you know, personally, the way my autistic brain looks at everything and the way everything's embedded in society, it's harmful because people lack empathy for other people in other social contexts. It then leads to a um, projection of lack of, of lack of empathy and really apathy onto barefooters um, for assumed social context or whatever. And I think it's just a harmful cycle that really just shows that a lot of people who are against barefooting are people who are apathetic. Um, Now, I do think there are a lot of people who are just scared 
um, maybe, you know, even scared for you. There's unfortunately a lot of fear, fear mongering, paranoia even, you know, that can happen around that and exists around barefooting. But unfortunately, there is a lot of just ignorance, a lot of um, even just, again, like I said, lack of apathy or no, sorry, lack of empathy, lack of empathy, and if anything, <laughs> a problem with um, one's apathy. And so, you know, I think it's, it just shows that, like Audrey always says, just hope when you can, wait, be kind, hope when you can, don't be a jerk. I think that's how it goes, you know. And so just, Leave people alone, um, projecting and assuming things doesn't help anyone. But I think it's also really important to understand that one of those harmful social contexts of the discrimination and fear-mongering and um, just, in general, just backlash against barefooting is that, you know, barefooting is rooted in classism, you know, discriminating against poor people. It's rooted in racism, it's rooted in um, dis- religious discrimination, cultural discrimination. Um, you know, there are, and, and this is not just me throwing out buzzwords. This is real. This is real social context in which barefooting was demonized, especially during the 60s and the types of people that were barefooting because of the social context within those people's lives and the social context within the country, social context all around us. And I think about how lack of, and think about it, hope other people start to think about it actually because of the way I think about it. There are so many ways in which social context with lack of empathy and, and if anything, abundance of apathy create these um Hatefulness, hateful attitudes and discriminatory attitudes against barefooting um, and other aspects of just people existing outside of the social norm in general. Um, And I think it's really important to understand that these harmful contexts that we haven't fully healed from and um, we haven't fully moved on from as a country and understanding that, you know, a lot of social context, historical and current, you know, are embedded within the way that other people perceive barefooting and perceive barefooters. And um, I think that there's a lot more there that could be said, but um, just remember that there are no laws or health goes against barefooting in public spaces. It is your right to barefoot in public spaces if that's what you choose. Um, It is your right to choose. No one can tell you whether or not you're allowed to be barefoot. Um, that is illegal. I recommend um, going to barefootislegal.org and checking out um, information um, on there in general um, about, you know, your rights and stuff like that on barefooting. And there is, you know, proof and information that you can get um and print out or have a digital copy of whatever you choose and feel comfortable with, um, as well as as well as other aspects of education, um, volunteering even if that's what you're interested in, 
Um, and even if you'd like to donate, um, you can do that as well. This is a nonprofit organization. So it is nonprofit, not for profit, nonprofit, none of that. Um, and it is a certified 50C3 nonprofit organization as well. So this is not money that is going into anyone's pocket. This is money that is directly going into the operations of the organization. So any support given would be, um, you know, greatly appreciated. Um, but there's um, so much on the um, website at, this is the official website, you know, at uh, barefootislegal.org. Um, definitely recommend checking it out. You can um, look into, you know, a membership, membership benefits, um, looking into the laws, corporate letters. You can even report unfriendly businesses. So, I mean, um, there's um, contact information with, through the organization. Um, there's just different, um, like, BIL in the news, like, um, so things like that. Um, so... I definitely recommend checking out barefootislegal.org, just like I recommend checking out the um, private Facebook group and the public Facebook page, both called Barefoot is Legal. Also recommend checking out the Instagram, which is Real Barefoot is Legal. Um, and I believe the TikTok is, let me double check, make sure I got right. So it should be linked in the Okay, um, okay, it should be barefoot is legal too, as in the number two, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, so, sorry, I had a coughing in my throat. But yeah, um, I'm actually going to run a quick ad break though, so I can blow my nose. Um, I'm starting to, I feel like I can't breathe by sinuses. Um, but, you know, I think we're overdue, I think, technically for another ad break anyway. Um, I hope you've been enjoying the ramblings here um, from me, Phoenix, at Barefoot is Legal Radio. Uh, Barefoot is Legal is a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to the rights and legalities of living the barefoot lifestyle. So, again, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm trying to... Um, anyway, so, again, recommend checking uh, out barefootislegal.org. Um, we will be back. I need to go blow my nose. I feel like I'm choking on my sinuses. I'm sorry to be gross. Um, but yeah, um, we'll be back after that break. Food waste is one of the most easily solvable problems, literally the low-hanging fruit of environmentalism. Pardon the pun, it's my job. About 20% of all produce never makes it off the farm. It's because they just look a little funny, a little weird, but when you cut into it, it's perfectly good food. It's just a total shame. It's totally good stuff. We buy ugly produce directly from farms that often would go to waste because supermarkets won't buy it because of how it looks, and we deliver it to people's doors. This isn't that ugly at all. Like, that's the most common first box, like, complaint we get. We change that. We educate people. We show them how amazing these fruits and vegetables are. To have food delivered to your house. Box of produce every week. And it's more affordable. At a very reasonable price. Cheaper than the grocery store. I spend a lot less time in grocery stores. It's an adventure every time that you open your box. High quality produce. There's nothing wrong with the produce. 
and they taste exactly the same, if not better. Save those fruits and vegetables that get wasted every year. And it's delivered to your door like, but what you, why wouldn't you do? Why wouldn't you do? Please go to our website, freedomizerradio.live, and sign up for Imperfect Foods today. Use our promo code and get money off your first order. Go ahead and get some organic and all-natural meats, dairy, snacks, breads, and non-GMO produce. Earthing, also known as grounding, is the act of touching our body's skin directly to the earth, just like our ancestors did as they slept, sat, and walked on the ground nearly every day of their lives. This simple connection allows Earth's natural negative electrons to enter the human body, pacifying dangerous free radicals, which, if left unchecked, can cause severe damage to cells that can lead to many chronic diseases. Ground Therapy's patented process and suite of products were designed for you to experience all the benefits of grounding in your busy and modern lifestyle and you'll experience the benefits of grounding within the safety and comfort of your home or office throughout the entire day, just as if you were touching the earth itself. The information is provided for general informational purposes only. The contents are not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Ground Therapy Incorporated makes no representations about the efficiency, appropriateness, or suitability of any specific tests, procedures, treatments, services, opinions, healthcare providers, or other information that may be contained in or available through the information provided. Most people say they hate wearing shoes and would go barefoot if they knew they were allowed. People say it all the time on their social medias. But they are worried that someone will say something to them. So everyone wears the cheapest flip-flops with the least amount of fabric on them. Most people do not even know that it's completely 100% legal to go barefoot into a store. Most people think that driving barefoot is illegal but it isn't. Driving barefoot actually is safer than wearing most shoes. Going outside barefoot for a walk is one of the healthiest things you could do, but most people are afraid someone will say so. Or they quote the myths and the rumors that their grandma told them years ago. The fact is, there are no laws against driving a car, going to a store, or eating in a restaurant barefoot. So don't give in to bad fashion, hurt heels, or a broken flip-flop. For more information, please check out barefootislegal.org or find us on your favorite social media. Hello, folks. This is Barefoot is Legal Radio. Barefoot is Legal is a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to the rights and legalities of living the barefoot lifestyle. Um... So I did take a quick ad break. <laughs> My sinus issues are acting up, but I think I'm good and cleared out now. <laughs> so um, hopefully I will be good for um, talking and whatnot for the rest of, like, the last 10 minutes or so of the show. Um, but remember, guys, there are no laws or health codes against barefooting in the United States in public spaces. It is your right to barefoot. It is your right to choose to barefoot. Um, it is illegal for anyone to discriminate against you or try to kick you out or tell you to put shoes on in any public space in which you are barefooting and choose to barefoot. Um, now, obviously, just listen to your body and be mindful of any safety concerns, whether that be the weather, 
Um, we've got a lot of snow on the ground here now in Ohio. So, um, I mean, it could be worse, honestly, but like outside, you know, there's still a lot of snow on the ground. Um, so, you know, I, we have to be careful, you know, pay attention with the snow and stuff like that. And so other areas, you know, being really affected by the cold temperatures, you know, just pay attention, listen to your body. Um, but to everyone who's making new personal best, you know, making those new personal records, breaking old limitations with their barefooting this winter. That's awesome. So, so, so proud of you. Keep it up. Just keep listening to your body, um, you know, and, you know, if your feet get too cold and you go outside, you know, come inside, you know, start with, I, you know, I start with like cold water so you don't freak your body out. Start with cold water when you're trying to warm them up since the cold water will probably from your sink or your bathtub probably going to be warmer than the cold outside if you get your feet too too cold um and then just gradually you know kind of warm them up um you know so remember to protect your toes protect toes but uh protect your feet you know however you need to but there is nothing inherently unsafe about barefooting um it's more so about our environment that make it unsafe to barefoot and that can be very different for different people. Remember, we all have different environments, but we also have different bodies, and we all have different barefooting journeys. Um, but real quick before um, we end the show, um, in the next nine minutes, I do have some exciting news um, that I found out today. Audrey was hoping to be able to be the one to announce it. Um, and um, but again, with between medical stuff, nothing major, and um, and then just yeah stuff other stuff going on too like with her kids like she just was not able to make it today um so but um anyway so she will be on whio so um the ohio news uh, uh um radio so um so hw uh sorry i'm misspeaking hw I'm doing it again. I told you guys, apraxia speech is kicking my butt today. I am so sorry. Okay, I'm going to take a deep breath. (laughs) The WHIO radio to discuss barefooting, which is really exciting. Um, So that is uh, Western Ohio. Um, So... That's a WHIO. Now I'm going to help my my brain is like, do I actually know what it stands for, even though we're from Ohio? (laughs) Um, it won't even tell me what it stands for. Anyway, so whatever. Um, but now I'm overthinking it. Anyway, um, yeah, so that's, like, really exciting. And when I get excited, I'm also really bad with words. So that is really exciting um, that she will be on WHIO Radio to discuss barefooting. Um, and this will be this – it should be this Wednesday, Wednesday evening – um, and so she will share a link um, on Facebook and Instagram. So that's the plan. Um, so that is just really exciting um, that, you know, Audrey is going to be able to um, be able to be on that radio show and be able to discuss barefooting um, and be able to, you know, further the organization um, that is, you know, barefoot is legal and, um and also just furthering, you know, the benefits of barefooting. I think this is really awesome. You know, Audrey is somebody that has been barefooting for multiple decades now um, and, you know, and um, really does have a lot to say on this. And I, I know that, like, it's been hard for her 
you know, to be able to come in with the radio show and um, at times um, with scheduling and issues with health issues and stuff like that. And then I know, you know, she complains about her ADHD sometimes when she's, you know, um, comes on, but, and, you know, but I think this would be really good because I think it's a different thing when you're the radio, when you're, you know, on a radio show and you're kind of hosting versus when you get to come on and be the guest, you know, um, because I know that she definitely has so much, um, you know, that, to say about barefooting and sharing her journey and being able to share that with um, not just here on Barefoot is Legal, you know, like she has over the you know past few years, um, but to be able to do that, you know, with like our state radio, you know, basically, you know, like that is a big thing. Like that's um, really exciting and it's really exciting for her to be able to further that cause, you know, this cause for barefooting and that message. So um, she will be sharing, she said, like said, we'll be sharing a link on Facebook and Instagram. Um, but yeah, this will be this upcoming Wednesday. Um, I'm don't know about time or anything else, but um, as other details are announced, they will be released because this is an exciting thing. Um, so I think it's just, I think it's really great. Honestly, I like, I'm, I don't know. I just think it's really great and I'm really happy for her. Like, honestly, because I understand that this is something that, um, has been a crucial part of her life, um, for the past few decades. And she's somebody who in a lot of ways has been like a mentor to me. She's somebody who, you know, is the reason why I host this radio show. Um, she's somebody that's, you know, encouraged and supported me in my barefoot journey, but also she's somebody that has, you know, trailblazed in her own ways with barefooting, um, you know, and I, I think that's, like, awesome because even though it may not seem like much, like, in our own um, experiences, um, you know, there are a lot of places where she used to get a lot of backlash all the time from experiencing, you know, backlash with her barefooting um, um, because, you know, just being in public, even though there are no laws or health goes against it, um, you know, like, I think that, honestly, a lot of the reasons why, like, um, can I misspeak? I'm sorry, my brain is dead today, but, no, I just think it's really, um, like, just I don't know I just feel like she's somebody who has honestly helped a lot more than even she realizes and more people and more people would realize like even in our own physical environment because there are a lot of places where she would get discriminated against to get backlash for barefooting even though there are you know no laws or health goes against barefooting and you know she really um I think her just really standing up for her rights and pushing back for that is why you know I don't get as much of the same discrimination in the same places. And, you know, and so I think that that's just really awesome also to be able to further that message and call it. So, um, be awesome, you know, anyone that wants to listen in um, to that. But um, we are coming up on the last few minutes of the show. Um, sorry, my brain's been kind of all over the place today. Apraxia speech has kind of been kicking my butt. Um, just one of my fun watches. <laughs> But um, remember, guys, there are no laws or health codes against barefooting in public spaces in the United States. This is your right. But also, like, talking about 
earlier in the show, there are so many different aspects of mental health and physical health in which barefooting is so crucial and so important. And so just keep listening to your body, keep listening to your mind, your heart space, all these different, like your emotional space, you know, listen to just all these different facets of your existence and allow them to show you what you need and tell you what you need. Um, but yeah, um, 90 second warning. So um, this was Barefoot is Legal Radio. You know, we talk about different aspects of barefooting, the barefooting lifestyle. Um, Barefoot is Legal is a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to the rights and legalities of living the barefoot lifestyle. I definitely, I definitely recommend checking out barefootislegal.org um, for a lot of great information, ways um, uh, to support, as well as checking out um, the private fa- Facebook page and the public Facebook, oh, shoot, sorry, the public Facebook page and the private Facebook group, both label, are both called um, Barefoot is Legal. Sorry, Apex is just kicking my butt today. Um, but anyway, I hope it was still a great listen for you and you got some benefits out of this, even though my speaking's a little off. Um, but keep living your best barefoot lifestyle. Um, listen to your body. Listen to other aspects of yourself. And, you know, just pay attention. Listen to your surroundings. Keep living your best barefoot lifestyle. <laughs> Take care, guys. <laughs>